We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire NFL DFS show. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Jack Burkhart, and we're here to talk Chiefs Eagles, the big game that's coming up on Sunday. The show is sponsored by Underdog. Jack, welcome in. You got the the Aaron Rodgers jersey on. So in the last four days, have you been in a, a dark retreat, a, a dark house retreat, whatever whatever it's being called, uh, to prepare <laughs> for this DFS, uh, the, this DFS showdown here? Yeah, it's the only way to possibly get enough clarity, right? We have this like 450,000 entry millimaker <laughs> contest that we're all trying to win. So I feel like the only way that I can find the optimal captain is just by sort of sitting in the darkness, you know, no phone, maybe some hallucinogens, you know, whatever. And maybe just being an all around curmudgeon person, maybe that'll also uh, help me out a little bit. <laughs> so what we're, we're going to try and figure out how to win this million dollars. But as you said, 470,000 entrants, uh, is it possible to win the soul one million dollars and not have not be duplicated you think it's possible i think it happened like two years ago this uh, pro brian jester he pulled it off just like picked the most disgusting game script like it was supposed to be a high scoring game so he played both defenses and kickers and some pass catchers and he was somehow able to solo ship it you know just doing something that no one else was willing to do but it's really difficult to like comprehend my mind around 450,000 entries we normally talk about soccer and we consider the soccer lotto contest to be like 5,000 so it's several orders of magnitude larger and so I think maybe it's more reasonable to say okay you know I'm willing to ship I'm willing to uh, split the milli 10 ways or something like this. I'm going to be trying to build lineups like that, you know, for this big $3 play action, a couple milli lineups. So nothing just disgusting. You know, I still want to build good lineups, but hopefully not duplicated. I'm going to be pretty willing to like leave a lot of salary on the table. If I do a chalkier captain or maybe a, a sneaky captain as the title suggests. So try to slip in some weird plays that might make me stand out in 450,000 and then hope and pray. Yeah, before we get started, rotowire.com slash try. You get a free 48-hour trial at Rotowire. And you can get stuff like this player projected 
opportunities here that we're going to have just pulled up on the screen and kind of kind of use this for a little bit. This one shows targets, touches, all that good stuff, pass attempts, kind of a thing. Um, and I guess projected fantasy points. There's another one up here that has, you know, projected roster ship and that kind of thing. And once you're subscribed, rotowire.com slash chat, get into our discord. Uh, we'll, we'll try and a lot of the, uh, our discord is in the, the discussion goes in the soccer channel, but we're going to try and bring that over to the NFL channel for the Super Bowl. Uh, so we'll be, we'll get that going in the next few days, but, yeah. uh, you mentioned just, uh, two years ago was, you know, someone took the sole million dollar and I mean, that was probably the case four years ago as well. We had that, uh, Patriots Rams one super low scoring. Oh, that was a that terrible was, game. Yeah. 13, three, um, Belichick just, you know, controlling McVeigh there. In coaching, and then two years ago, it was Tampa Bay's defensive front kind of destroying Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So, I mean, we look at those two games, and the one way in which you can have a random lineup is if we either have a blowout win and you just have maybe like the defense captain, you get a defensive touchdown kind of a thing, or it's super low scoring and you almost you fade like maybe one of the, one or both of the quarterbacks and there's you know a kicker that has 250 yarders kind of a thing uh so just super weird stuff but looking at this game Eagles Chiefs can you see that happening uh just with these two teams you know I might build that's a good question like oh can I see it happening versus do I think it's going to happen with field sizes this big I'm going to force myself it, to imagine something right like it doesn't happen. matter if we can see it happening right yeah <laughs> As long as it's like within the realms of the laws of physics, I'm willing to consider something like that. But I don't think it's such a bad idea to maybe approach a low scoring game in this affair. Like, I don't know, maybe uh, both the defenses are really dialed in after two weeks of game planning. And maybe, you know, Travis Kelsey and A.J. Brown catch a lot of balls. You know, we have a couple field goals and then you just need the defenses and a really low scoring affair. I think you can build like pretty reasonable lineups along those lines. And I think you really should consider it because if you're just going to build a lineup like three players from the Eagles, three players from Kansas City, and it hits the total of 50, which I think it's like a 52 total for this one, you're going to get duplicated quite a lot, especially if you're not careful. I mean, so you just want to be very careful along those lines. I'm more likely to consider blowout outcomes. So I was talking to you about this before the show, but I think the public really likes the Eagles. My dad called me last week at Wisconsin. He asked me how we can place a couple hundred dollars on the Eagles. He thinks they should be favored by at least a touchdown. So I try to talk him down from that. <laughs> but um, I think people are really going to like the Eagles. I think they're going to be popular captain's choices. And the Kansas City offense is so spread out. So people are going to be unwilling to maybe, maybe Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes will be popular, but what other pieces do you choose? People are more comfortable going with the Philadelphia pieces and Eagles are favored. So I think maybe one fun way to approach is say, what if Kansas city kind of wins by three or four touchdowns, what kind of lineups can win in that situation? I'm interested in constructing lineups that look like that as well. Right. Yeah. I, th I think the public is on the Eagles. It's been, it has been, I mean, the line was back and forth early in that first week there, but it's kind of sat with, you know, minus one, minus one and a half or so for the Eagles. And it seems like a good number. Um, I'm, I'm personally, I'm still trying to figure out how, what I'm going to tease the chiefs with. Cause I don't think they're going to lose by more than a touchdown. I mean, if you just plug in a, a simple tease there, six point tease on the chiefs at 
plus one and a half that you turn that into plus seven and a half. I just got to figure out if I maybe single game parlay that with something else or, <laughs> or do an over under. Uh, but this is a DFS show. We're not talking, we're not talking about betting. There's so much betting content out there, especially at road wire. If you want to check betting content out, listen to all those shows, read all those articles. But so I sent you a lineup before we started and it included Kelsey. It was, I don't know, should I say it almost built itself? It was just like <laughs> Kelsey hurts Mahomes, And then you could fill in the rest there. As long as you uh, believe in Noah Gray to get a touchdown kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's another, that's another thing there, but so these top three guys, Kelsey hurts Mahomes. How many lineups are you going to have with these guys uh, as the captain? Because they're they're the three most popular guys for good reason. These guys all average, you know, more than twenty points. Kelsey uh, is always in range to get ten catches for hundred yards, all that good stuff, and get multiple touchdowns. Um, I guess just in a general sense here for this game, uh, maybe not DFS for DFS purposes, but. I'm kind of jumping around all over the place here, but the, the big talking point is, you know, the Eagles, a lot of people saying this is the best defensive front uh, in yeah. the, this century kind of a thing. And I mean, as for Mahomes, we saw what happened two Super Bowls ago and he's like, well, I mean, if these guys are better than the Bucks, and like, what's going to happen here? So, but granted, of course, the Chiefs offensive line is better than, than that group was. Um, and then the other side of that, I guess, in addition to that, Mahomes, his ankle injury, what's going to happen with that? And then hurts his shoulder issue. Uh, he hasn't really looked great uh, throwing the ball the last few games in, since his return from from injury. Is that playing a part? Are these two things playing a part at all into how you're building initial lineups here? Yeah, I think I am. So I think that more has to do with if I'm willing to fade someone in the flex position. So I think all three are worthy of captain, and it's very easy to overreact with injuries. Like if the field is going to overreact to the Pat Mahomes ankle injury and not captain him enough, or if they're going to say, well, you know, this Jalen Hurts shoulder, he can't throw, you know, play the Kansas City defense. If they're going to think things like this, I'm willing to put them in the captain for a few lineups. So probably like I'm building like 20, 22 lineups or something. So half of them I'm willing to put in one of these like really chalky captains. I think um, I'm interested in these Pat Mahomes captains when he has so many different wide receivers that he can throw to. I think that's going to be underutilized. So we'll have to talk about the mess of a Kansas city wide receiver situation, you know, beyond Kelsey, like who knows how much Juju can play, Juju Smith Schuster can play with his injury. Kadarius Tony is always injured. Sky Moore has been a massive disappointment. Don't ask me about my dynasty teams where I drafted him in the first round. Um, so it can be a little bit rough there. So, Bottom line, I'd like some exposure to these guys. I think Hertz, I'm just hearing stuff. I've been listening to podcasts today. I think Hertz is going to get super steamed. Whatever you see for his utilization in the captain, I'm going to expect it to be higher. It might even crest 25%. But he has that rushing ability that can absolutely break the slate. So I'm still going to want to play that. But maybe I can't do a lineup like Hertz, AJ Brown, and Devonta Smith in the Millie Maker because I feel like I'm just going to be confronting too many similar lineups in that case. Who are you most interested in that group, though? Out of the out of the top three, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, as I said with that Kelsey lineup, it's just a little easier to make lineups uh, with Kelsey, just because he is the what the six hundred cheaper than Mahomes at captain, the the nine hundred cheaper than Hertz. I think that can get you 
a few different spots. I mean, of course, it depends if you want to play a kicker versus a defense kind of a thing and where you're going uh, mm-hmm. down at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, it all depends on that. But um, I, like you said, it does make sense for Mahomes because Hertz will be – it's assumed Hertz is going to be more popular. And – but as, you know, player to player, uh, not even – considering fantasy and, you know, Hertz's rushing ability, just like, I just like her. I mean, Mahomes is a better quarterback. I don't think like this is a discussion or anything there. So mm-hmm. I, I just remember watching the, the Super Bowl two years ago, 31 to nine, you know, Mahomes was, you know, just battered. He couldn't really do anything, but I mean, my takeaway from that game was like, Mahomes is awesome. Yeah. Um, they scored nine points, but he was, you know, probably the best offensive player in that game. Uh, yeah. He was getting, the, the pass rush was brutal and maybe that's sort of like a preview of what's going to happen because the Eagles have this really strong pass rush. But I mean, I, when it's like one of the best quarterbacks ever, arguably, or even the best, like I don't really want to fade him in the spot. And you're talking about lineups that build themselves. You, you put Mahomes in the captain, you start clicking on wide receivers, you know, pick whatever one you like, you're kind of having a nice lineup and then you're kind of, you're having to fade, you know, maybe one of Jalen Hurts or AJ Brown. So you're like fading some of the chalkier pieces. I really, I do want to play a few ways like that, but if you want to fade Patrick Mahomes, I'm more likely to do that. And the flex, someone like Kelsey just feels like he dominates the targets. I think he's got like somewhere like a 28% target share this season, especially with the completely injured skeleton crew at wide receiver. I just feel like Kelsey's going to be such an easy name to click, especially in the flex and in the captain. I don't want to fade any of them completely, but I'll probably use Kelsey overall more than all of them. All right. I also like, you know, just Mahomes and and Kelsey more because I'm most comfortable in fading Hurts. There's a ton of scripts that, you know, I'm I've considered that it's it's kind of easy to fade Hurts. I mean, we mentioned his rushing ability, but are we expecting him to I don't know, run for 50 plus yards and a touchdown? And also have 200 passing yards and, you know, maybe another touchdown or two kind of a thing. I mean, even even if it's like prior games for the Eagles, like what if the, the Eagles go up 14 points, but, you know, it's it's uh, Miles Sanders getting a touchdown. It's Gainwell getting a touchdown kind of a thing. What if they have they start off with the, with the two rushing touchdowns they are up 14 zero and you actually have Kelsey captain in this situation fading hurts. And so you get, you get the receptions, you get the comeback, the chiefs got to yeah. pass. They're going to pass anyways, but get the chiefs on the comeback, trying to, to pass, to, to get back in the game kind of thing. Whereas the Eagles keep running it and, you know, Hertz just isn't, we kind of saw that in the Eagles game where, you know, he just didn't have a, a huge numbers in that one. So, and then even if it, I don't know, it just, it seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of situations where Hertz doesn't kill you if you fade him. Um, I think you've kind of talked me into it because he's the best projected player on the slate. If you look at projections at Rotowire and projections around the industry, I mean, everyone's just because of that rushing floor mm-hmm. that he has. But there's like two ways that he fails. That's like if Miles Sanders is going to be like very much like a. He's going to be very much a leverage play against Jalen Hurts. Like if he gets those two goal line rushes instead of the Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, QB sneak that he's such an expert at. 
and then Eagles run the ball for the rest of the game. He's just not going to have access to that mega ceiling that we would really like. And the Eagles are one of the most run happy teams in the NFL. They would, they will attack you if you're giving them passing games. So like, I think the Eagles are willing to adapt their game plan, but if they have the lead and if they can control the game, I think they're going to want to use their line advantage and run the ball a lot. So in that case, you're mostly just fading hurts, rushing touchdowns. And if you're willing to play someone like Miles Sanders, instead, you're nice and leveraged. And then you can play in a couple different scripts. So you can play like the Kelsey captain as Kansas city is trying to come back. Or what you could do is you could say, well, maybe the Eagles get behind early in the game. And now they're going to have to throw more often. This is maybe one of those like low, more low scoring scripts. And you can just play the Kansas City defense in that case, hope they get a couple interceptions. Maybe we're going to have something where, you know, Jalen Hurts simply just struggles throwing the ball. And, you know, that's not his strongest suit. He's gotten a lot better, but maybe something like that could happen. So depending on the script, I think I agree. Being willing to fade Jalen Hurts, that's going to make you, you know, that's going to eliminate 70% of lineups you're going to compete against in case he fails. What do you think the the point level here for Hertz is until it until it uh, like kills your lineups? If you fade Hertz, what do you think he you're fine with him getting? Is it like around that fifteen point level, uh, and you're fading him? Like you're fine if he's you know between ten and fifteen points, or do you think it could, he could be up to twenty? And I mean, in like a in the thirty seven, thirty four, you know that big result that's going around Twitter. Um, even if he's at 20 points right there, I think you're still fine fading him. Is this correct? You think? Yeah. Just because I think there's so many points around there. Yeah. I think that's if that depends on the script, right? So if there's a lot of points and Jalen hurts only gets 20, oh, you can find those points, plenty of right. spots. I mean, maybe AJ Brown or Devonta Smith gets them, you know, you can get them from the Chiefs side of the game. Maybe there's a defensive touchdown. So I think up to 20, that's where I can stomach it. If it's like a low scoring game and he's getting a lot of rushing yards, you're you're done if you fade him with the with the 20 points right there. But in a low scoring game, I don't imagine Jalen Hurts getting to that sort of level. You need to get touchdowns, um, at least two or three to at least two touchdowns to get to the 20 point mark. So yeah, you basically are looking for him to get 18 points and then hoping that whatever pieces you have can make up for that. Mm-hmm. And um it's very easy in a PPR format that, you know, maybe Devonta Smith gets like eight catches for 60 yards or something like this. And he can sort of, you know, outscore a 20 point Jalen Hurts or something like this. So as long as there are viable alternatives, um, I, I think that's fine. But I mean, once Hurts scores 25, you're dead if you fade him. So we got to touch on running backs here. I'm not sure we want to talk about it, but we have to. <laughs> we got to talk about the running backs. Uh, so prior games, it's kind of seemed like, you know, the Eagles get out to this massive lead and it's almost like Miles Sanders kind of kind of sits in the second half, kind of doesn't really play much in the second half, uh, 11 carries against the 49ers. And it's like it's like Gainwell comes in or Boston Scott comes in kind of a thing. Uh are you putting anything into that now that it's the Super Bowl? Maybe Gainwell and Scott won't be getting the same amount of snaps as they were getting prior games, or do you think it's kind of just like keep Miles Sanders fresh kind of a thing, no matter if it's the Super Bowl or not? Yeah, I think that was very much a game script thing, what you were describing. So they just have, I mean, poor Brock Purdy, he 
the, the San Francisco offense couldn't do anything. The Eagles basically got to waltz to a win. Right. So I think Miles Sanders had some injury struggles earlier. So, you know, why not just rest him and not push anything and just let the rest of the running back shoulder the load? I think if this game stays competitive within two scores, Miles Sanders is going to be getting most of that, you know, two down work. He is, you know, when he came up in college, he profiled as a pass catcher, but he is simply not a pass catcher in this offense whatsoever. So what I'm expecting is if the game stays close, it's going to be a healthy dose of Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts rushing on early downs. And then you're going to see Kenny Gainwell get a lot of his snaps on third downs. Maybe he gets a couple catches as well. Um, Kenny Gainwell is an interesting playing his own right at 5,000. He's kind of tough to get to depending on who you captain, but mm-hmm. maybe we can talk about that sort of thing later. I am very willing to play Miles Sanders as a captain, though. I want to do this in a few. Maybe I do it in one of my million lineups because if Jalen Hurts is going to be very popular, and his wide receiver options are going to be very popular. Dallas Goddard even, is even projecting to have a pretty high roster ship. I mean, who's negatively leveraged against all those guys? That's Miles Sanders getting a couple goal line touchdowns. And I sort of, I like lineups that can just eliminate half the field when the field size is that big. So pretty interested in captaining Miles Sanders or even using him as a flex option. Um, I don't know, Adam, if you thought the Eagles uh, running back room was a little bit of a mess, though, Kansas City's is is much worse. I mean, how are you diagnosing the situation with Isaiah Pacheco and uh, Jarek McKinnon? I think you you make a decision of how you think it's going to go and uh, you you just ride with it. And hopefully, hopefully you're correct. Or I guess if you're making multiple lineups, maybe you got to tinker a little bit uh swapping those guys out for for each other uh do you think edwards hilaire is going to play any kind of role in this game which which adds another another wrench into this yeah and he's only 1000 so if you want right. to punt there and go for it i mean why not it, he was just activated off injured reserve and let's face it, he's been such a disappointment clyde kind of he was so excited in college but he kind of just is a a bit of a dud but i mean he really could caused some complications in that situation. So I am slightly nervous about it. I might be willing to throw a couple Clyde darts if I just need to save some salary just because he is the third running back. I think that's kind of interesting, but um, I'm going to be looking to see if there's any sort of clarity on diagnosing Jarek McKinnon versus Isaiah Pacheco. If you look at our projections, I think we're looking for Jarek to have more like targets but I think that might be a relic of his utilization in the regular season where yeah. McKinnon was being targeted more. It was very weird. He was kind of being targeted more and he had a higher snap share. And then last week, the script completely flipped. Pacheco got more targets, I believe, and he was on the field for more snaps. So we're kind of left deciding how the heck do we project the usage in this backfield? I really have no idea and all want to see what uh, roster ship projections look like at the very end and just make my decision on there. Um, if it's close, I think I would rather look to to Jarek McKinnon. Um, he's just a personal favorite player of mine, so I might as well play someone I enjoy. But I do know he has that dynamic pass-catching row. I do know if he's well-rested, he's a really good athlete. He's someone I think that could score two touchdowns. So he's my preferred one from that option. But I'm probably going to be waiting until, you know, an hour before the game while I'm eating uh, nachos or chili or something like this to make that final call. Hold up. A personal favorite of yours is Jarek McKinnon, who used to play for the Vikings? Yeah, well, in my first Dynasty League, I co-managed it, and we had this, like, 
for our auction. It was ridiculous. And uh, we just put Jarek and McKinnon in the queue for $1 and he absolutely blew up. So we didn't draft <laughs> any running backs. We did this horrible zero RB team and we made it to the semifinals. And then okay. he signed a big contract with San Francisco. So we thought, oh, money in the bag. We got Jet McKinnon. We're good to go. And he tore his ACL like eight times. So poor guy, but always has a soft spot in my heart. Okay. Jet. Okay. I just had to get the reasoning out of that. Very uh, sentimental. Do you think, uh, just uh, coming off the top of my head here, do you know or which of uh, McKinnon or, or Pacheco is a better run blocker? or a pass blocker. I'd assume it's McKinnon, right? McKinnon's the veteran. So I would just assume it's him. I mean, anytime I hear about a generic rookie running back, the coach is always complaining that they can't pass block well enough. And uh, you're going to want someone who has like the good pass blocking experience when you have this elite Eagles pass rush with a slightly hobbled Patrick Mahomes. So Mm -hmm. um, I do think he's the better pass blocker for sure. Okay, we're we're getting a comment here from from someone I don't know. Natalie Burkhart is saying "Boo Vikings." Uh, I'm not sure who that is, but uh... yeah, I don't know who that is either. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like she's up to no good. So the strategy with this game, uh, one of my one of the, my early thoughts here was actually looking at Pacheco and just playing into the thought that uh, Mahomes is going to get rid of the ball early. Uh, because of the the pass rush of of the Eagles, and he's just going to be you know some checkdowns, kind of. I mean, what a little bit of what they did against the Bengals when you know Pacheco had a pretty good receiving game, and that's the question of of kind of what we're getting at: who's going to be better, McKinnon or Pacheco? Who's going to get those recep- receptions? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I think you could with that thought. If that happens, you could technically just captain either of those guys and it wouldn't be crazy if one of them got 10 receptions uh i mean that's not that's not like stepping out of bounds and saying some crazy stuff like i mean yeah yeah mckinnon's had some big games and if the chiefs offensive line is just getting lit up kind of a thing maybe there's going to be a maybe mahomes is just going to dump it off a little more Maybe. I feel like Kelsey benefits from dump offs a lot too, based on where he runs in the field. So I know like Eagles have really two good perimeter corners and Darius Slay and James Bradbury. I did do my homework on that. So I think that will help. That does give some upside to a lot of targets for running backs. You say most likely it's going to be Kelsey, but um, you know, Kelsey is also going to be chalky. So if you're willing to say that the running backs are the ones who are the beneficiaries of that, I think, uh, I think the payoffs are good if if you want to go with that script. Yeah, I'm just looking back at this Bucks game, even though it was two years ago. It's kind of, I mean, nothing really to compare it with, but uh, Kelsey had 10 catches in that game. Clyde had two. Uh, Darrell Williams had two uh, as well. But, I mean, that was also with Tyreek Hill. And are you putting anything into what if the Eagles just double-team double team Kelsey and then Mahomes looks at these other guys more? Is that um, – playing into any of your captains, like looking at one of these chiefs receivers kind of a thing. Uh, I'm really not interested in um, these perimeter chiefs players. So he's a former Packer and I think he's a fine player. Marquez Valdez canceling, but he's going to be lined up on the outside and it's just a, it's a flat out bad matchup against the perimeters and he's not going to play in the slot. So MVS people are going to like him. He like scored like over 25 fantasy points last game. So 
maybe he'll even get some steam just because uh, people were happy with uh, that they won with him or something like that. I'm not super interested in him. He's just too expensive. Someone like Juju Smith-Schuster is sort of interesting, though. He has a bad injury situation. We're really going to have to monitor that. And he's been such a frustrating player since his third year. He really hasn't, like, achieved his... Uh, you know, he hasn't really achieved his potential quite so well, but he does line up in the slot a lot. And when I think I think the strength of the Kansas City passing game could be in the middle of the field. So players that can line up in the slot like Juju or Travis Kelsey or dump offs to the running backs, I think that makes a lot of sense. And if the Eagles really find some clever game plan to eliminate Kelsey from consideration, it's going to have to be a player like Juju Smith-Schuster who carries the load in a passing game plus script. So he's the one I'm most interested in. Um, I don't know, Adam, do you agree? Or are you maybe interested in one of these like Sky Moore flyers or Justin Watson? What are you thinking? Uh, I'll, I'll dive into that more once you get into sneaky captains. How about that? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. In this raid, we can, we were talking about Kelsey a little bit. Dallas Goddard's over here as well. So, you know, we have these top three guys, Hertz, Mahomes, Kelsey, and they're going to be the most popular. Then we got Brown, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith are are kind of next up, and then it's then it's the lower range. Then we got the running backs, Phyllis Gantling's right there as well, and Dallas Goddard is in this in this spot as well. So we assume that you know the the top three are going to be the most popular, all the where the majority of people will play their captain, and in those situations, like it's it's harder to to fit in these mid range guys. So. That's why they're going to be less popular, but they're also going to be not as popular for captain. So Dallas Goddard is here, 9,600 as a captain. So he he would be cheaper, almost yeah, 1,200 cheaper than like a Pacheco kind of a thing. So Dallas Goddard uh, back from injury now. It's been more than a month. He's back from injury. Gets another two weeks off. Uh, How do you feel? What do you feel about? about Goddard in this matchup. Uh, is he going to be the third most popular receiving option for the Eagles behind it, behind Brown and, and Smith, or do you think they're all kind of in that same range? I think he's going to be like the third most popular for sure, just because I don't, I'm not sure he has like the upside to like blow up and score over 25 points. That's someone like AJ Brown or Devonta Smith has, but I mean, just look at the players in this middle tier. We have Miles Sanders, who's a little bit expensive. And then, you know, we have this horrible Kansas City situation. Kadarius Tony's always hurt. Juju Smith-Schuster is hurt right now and just coming back. Marquez Valdez-Scantling's too expensive. If you're just kind of stuck with a little, when you need to spend, you know, that 7000 in salary, I think Dallas Goddard's going to be a pretty popular play in that mid-range. And I think he's going to, you know, I think he's been getting like six targets a game recently. You know, primetime tight ends, you know, maybe they score the two touchdowns. He can definitely get there in a lot of ways. I think he's a a really good projected play in that range. And I think he's going to be pretty popular for it. Probably the most popular one in the range. Okay. All right. So there you go. Too popular, too popular for me. All right. (laughs) All right. Before we get into kickers and maybe defenses, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about defenses. We have a special treat uh, from underdog fantasy. The easiest way to get in on the action for the big game is underdog fantasy and their pick game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite Chiefs or Eagles stats for the big game. And if you get all your picks right, you could win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and app, and they're making it even easier with a special pick for the big game. 
starting on Thursday, February 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern. That's today. That was this morning. You'll be able to make a special pick on Jalen Hurts, higher or lower than 0.5 total yards. That's 0.5 yards. He literally needs one yard in the game in order to go higher. Pair this with at least one other correct pick, uh, max $20 entry, and you can make – could be taking home some cold, hard cash. Again, visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with our promo code, RWNFL, to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 years or older and pre- present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We want kickers or defenses next year. Oh, come on. Kickers. <laughs> Our favorite. Uh, all right. So this is the equivalent of going goalkeeper captain, more or less, in, in soccer. And that's that's kind of my Jack specialty in soccer. And I think I, I've played every Monday night football, every Thursday night football, maybe every Sunday night football showdown as well this season. And I always have a kicker captain. Um, it hasn't really worked in the playoffs yet. 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 So I'll leave this to you, but you are off of Elliott because the Eagles are better in short yardage situations and they also go for it on fourth downs more. So you yeah. like Butler, Butker uh, a little more. So yeah, just, I mean, he's cheaper as well. So uh, yeah, 
I, I agree with you 100%. When the Eagles are a pretty sharp team, like I think they do a lot of analytically correct decisions going for it aggressively on fourth down. We don't like our kickers to be on teams where the coach is going to go for it on fourth down. And I mean, it's impossible to stop this Jalen Hurts quarterback sneak. So it just makes me think there's a little bit less upside for like Jake Elliott 50-yard field goals, which that's going to be an outcome you need from your kicker. You're either going to need like five field goals or probably need that. And plus, you know, one that's 50 yards so that they can get the requisite points that could still keep up with these other high scoring captains. So you do need a lot to go your way when you go with one of these kicker captains, but they're usually so low rostered. And that's sort of like the thing that we like. Very few people are going to build lineups like that. And uh, we can take advantage when one of those weird five field goal games happen. So because the Eagles are so aggressive, I am inclined to have Butker over that. I mean, if Mahomes is a little bit hurt, Pacheco's a rookie. Jarek McKinnon, maybe he's not even fully healthy. Some people are saying on podcasts, like, oh, you know, I'm more, he, didn't, he was looking like he was hobbling around a little bit. So if there's few people to trust in short yard situations for the Chiefs, they're more likely to lean on Butker for some long field goal attempts. So if I'm captaining a kicker, I can assure you it will be Harrison Butker. And maybe we can build a lineup for that a little bit later. In the before show. We, yeah, before we go further, we have a kicker captain only $1 contest on DraftKings. Uh, if you want the link to that, you got to be in our Discord. Get into our Discord, and we'll send that out to you. <laughs> um, so, how do you want to build your your Butker captain? Because you got to think to actually win with Butker captain that, like all these other guys, aren't just putting up huge numbers. You probably want like under 40 points total in this game, right? You're thinking just kind of a low scoring game. Do you still want Mahomes, Kelsey and Hertz just because, you know, those guys are going to get at least 10 points, whereas no one else is guaranteed. Or do you want to kind of fade at least one of those guys to do you, how different do you have to be? I guess we can say when you use Butker captain, what do you, what he's going to be like sub 5%, right? Yeah, I mean, he might even be like sub 2%, but again, there's 400,000 plus lineups in the field. So we're talking about still competing against several hundred yeah. lineups. And if you if you think that you're like this wise guy, right? Oh, I'm going to put Butker in and then I'm just going to jam the three chalkiest players and then, you know, use the rest of my salary cap. You are going to get duplicated. And Adam, we've run into this in soccer when we do the bad goalkeeper caps and we have the same lineup, even though we didn't talk about it beforehand, because you sort of like, oh, I have enough. So I'll just play the obvious things. So you still are going to want to tweak a little bit. But I think there's some like wise things you can do that would be correlated to a heavy kicker outcome. So maybe a lot of extra points would be nicely correlated with the running backs. So maybe if I was using Butker as a captain, you know, I would still use Kelsey and Mahomes because maybe they connect for one touchdown. Maybe Kelsey just simply does enough in that sort of game. But I would want to use a Pacheco in there as well. So maybe Butker gets a bunch of field goals. Pacheco gets one touchdown and, um, you know, something like that. You need some like healthy way to siphon um, points around in a way that it should be like nicely equally distributed, right? Because your kicker captain is going to lose if Kelsey gets 25 points. That's probably what's going to happen. So you need sort of things to be balanced out. And maybe some of these cheaper running back scoring points is one thing you can target if you are captaining in a kicker. I would definitely still do that. Um, so yeah, I would look to, if I captain a kicker, play two of those three very chalky guys and do try to get a running back in there. So, you know, maybe they score a couple touchdowns, but they only get 14 points. That can happen. Um, and then the kicker can still outscore them, and you can play some high-projected players who don't have a ceiling. I think that's the game script you're going for in that case. 
Hmm. So you'd fade, you'd basically fade Hertz in this situation, right? Yeah. I mean, if I, I think I, I think I would, or you could do something like um, Hertz gets some rushing yards and then you could do Kelsey. So just fade Mahomes. Um, I really don't want to fade Kelsey that much. I'm like I said, I'm more willing to fade Mahomes, but you could do, yeah, like a, Butker, Hertz, and then Kelsey, and then just fill the rest in, you know, a couple running backs, something like that. And then the hope is that, you know, that's like a Hertz gets just 20 points script. It's, you know, you need it, but he didn't really rush too. He didn't really pass too much. Um, I think you can imagine that. I don't know, though. Yeah, I think if so, if you're making pretty much if you're making a lot of these lineups, if you are around zero, 100 or 200 remaining salary, like you're going to be duplicated. Uh, That's that's just how it goes because yeah. that's that's all everyone wants to use all their salary. Uh, so, and that's if you're playing in these massive contests, which most of them are, uh, you probably will be duplicated. But I was tinkering around with what you're saying, but Kerbacheco, Mahomes, Kelsey, and then you can easily fit in Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard. Goddard. So, it, there, I mean, there you go, uh, free winner. Free winner, free winner right now. Please don't dupe us. I do not want to share my million dollars with you. Yeah, I mean, you'll get your Kelsey will be in at 14 points. Mahomes will be at 18 points. Pacheco will get 12 points, but then you'll get 250 yards. You'll get, you'll get three field goals and two extra points, and then you'll get uh, Eagles playing from behind. You'll get Devonta Smith and Goddard getting all their – getting their floors of, of 15 or so points. And then, I mean, you'll probably win a million bucks, but you'll also be, you'll also be duplicated by 200 other 2000 other people. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> so yeah, just feel, yeah. All the millions of listeners we have, but yeah, I mean, I, I still want to play those types of lineups. I just think it's fun and uh, having a low owned captain and getting to enjoy those 50 yard field goals. Nothing like being the weirdo at the Super Bowl party cheering for 50 yard field goals a little bit a little bit suspiciously high amounts, but uh, I think that's where I'll end up. Are you interested in any of these defenses? Are you interested in doing something like uh, putting Jalen Hurts as a captain and then doing like Kansas City defense special teams like early on pick six so that Kansas City defense scores a ton of points and then the Eagles have to pass? Is that a little bit too galaxy brain for your taste? Or are you willing to sort of eat that in a massive field contest? Uh, that is very galaxy brained. Uh, I'm not sure I'm playing – the Chiefs. I'm, I'm. It's just. I don't know what the projections are, but it's just more. Clearly, it's more comfortable to be playing the Eagles' defense here. Whereas the Eagles, we know they actually like running the ball. They're going to run the ball more. That means you know less opportunities for interceptions, less yeah. opportunities for sacks. Whereas the Chiefs are, we know who the Chiefs are. They they want to pass it, uh, even though you know Mahomes isn't 100. percent So that's a really and that good just, point. And I mean, I think that's how everyone's going to think. So the Eagles will probably be twice as popular as the Chiefs. Maybe the maybe the Eagles' defense is five percent, and the Chiefs' defense is two point five percent, something yeah. like that. As a captain, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe overall ten to five percent, kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't quite know. We'll have to see there, but I think the Eagles are going to be a more popular defense. I mean, it's going to be on like a sports center talking about how good this like defensive line is. And uh, when sacks are such an important component, 
I feel like these defenses can kind of get steamed in the short showdown format. So especially if there's any news that like Patrick Mahomes ankle isn't going to be that strong. I think the public is just going to start eating up that Eagles defense, but in principle, flipping that strategy around, you know, doing a Kelsey or Mahomes captain and then having the Eagles defense. I'm not afraid to do that because a defensive touchdown, it really can speed a game up, but Mm -hmm. I think you are right. The Eagles are going to want to run the ball and that's just bad for a defense when you need sacks and things like that to score points. So I think I do agree. Maybe that's a stock down moment for Kansas city defense. I'm kind of less likely just to, you know, randomly use them looking looking below here any other any other uh, cheap option any value option that how often do you use these guys in the in the sub 3k range to where uh you're, you're just it's kind of like a shot in the dark kind of thing you kind of just need a touchdown from one of these guys uh, i think watson might be the most popular just because of you know, his long receptions kind of a thing. He'll get yeah. maybe one, one or two opportunities to catch a bomb from Holmes or something like that. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what people kind of play for. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone outs? I mean, Watson probably the most popular, I think in this range, but does anyone, yeah. you know, kind of showing up in your lineups a little more than the others? Yeah. It's guys like Watson who are showing up. So maybe that should make me a little suspicious that the field is going to be doing something similar like that. I think Noah Gray is a really interesting shout, especially if you don't play Travis Kelsey, because there's only so many red zone targets to go around in a single game. So I think he's going to be popular on its own. You can play both. I mean, you've showed me lineups that you play both of them, but um, I think Noah Gray will be particularly interesting as well. I do like Justin Watson, uh, you know, because he only needs one long touchdown to pay off the, price tag of 2000. So that's pretty promising. And um, it's a really uninspiring list. I mean, Sky Moore, like I said, 3.8 K, I can't stomach that. Quez Watkins. I mean, maybe he gets a deep shot. That's a similar thesis to Justin Watson, but he plays on a team with a more concentrated target tree towards its three top options. So I don't like that that much. I mean, Clyde's Edwards Alaire. We said we want to throw up in our mouth. So maybe these are good plays in the massive tournament because we just don't want to play them so much. But what I am thinking when I look at all of this is there's just not a lot of good salary relief options. I don't know. I could play my namesake, Jack Stoll, you know, team Jack go for, you know, another (laughs) weird touchdown, another weird tight end touchdown. It's like, if you are going to play like four of the more popular players, you know, like anyone priced above, um, Miles Sanders, really. Everyone's going to be choosing from this pool of five players. So you're, you're going to get duplicated just going back to that point. So mm-hmm. I think when the salary relief is a bit uninspiring, I would like to find ways to avoid using too many of those guys or going too often. But um, I do, we will have to play them. So maybe we should recommend people. I, I really do think Justin Watson is going to be a really strong play. And especially be on the lookout. He's going to be the main beneficiary of any injury news as well. So just be on the lookout for that sort of thing. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't want to play Quez Watkins. I don't want to play Zach Pascal. Do you have anyone that you like, Adam? Anyone that plays like two snaps in a game that you think has a shot at a touchdown? I don't know about two snaps, but Noah Gray actually plays a lot. Uh, Of course, he's also blocking a lot. And maybe he's going to be blocking a bunch against this this front. So that that is the downside with him, but uh, chiefs run a lot of two tight end looks. And as long as he's on the field, there you go. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's on the field more than most of these other guys. So that is, 
a positive. And then, of course, we have the attention towards Kelsey. So, um, you know, maybe he brushes off a defender and then he's wide open and, you know, gets a touchdown. Easy enough, right? Yeah, can we play a Jody Fortson? How much does he cost? He can't be more than four hundred or something. Oh, he's like a, he's three hundred. He's three hundred. Ooh, well, that might be for a captain then if he's three hundred because I feel like they only do even numbers. That's how you know I've been playing too much. Uh, yes, I'm looking at captain fantasy. price and he's two he's two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fortson might fit the bill. I'll just uh, use the rotowire tool, see if he's getting any snaps in the last few games. And you can say sure. Then when he scores zero points, you can just say, you know, it wasn't my day. <laughs> yeah, he, he returned from injury uh, last game. He did not get a catch, but he did play over Blake Bell. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Fortson is one level lower than Noah Gray, but he does have some games where he has a couple couple catches. So, there you why go. not? Use him for a punt. Why not? I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> We got sneaky captains. We want to go to uh, sneaky captain time. I mean, we kind of talked about all these guys already, so I'm not sure if they're they're sneaky to this actual show, but uh, maybe just I mean, some guys that are a bit off the grid. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say about like captain strategy overall, especially in like NFL showdown, don't captain like Justin Watson or something like that. Like you'll find that the salaries are pretty soft today and you can mostly play whoever you want makes like a small sacrifice, but like you will get duplicated even if the captain's not popular because you're just jamming the plays that everyone would play because you are yeah, doing a cheap captain. You're still jamming Kelsey Hurts and Mahomes in basically. Yeah. So I think that's just wrong. So I think for us by sneaky captains, it's not going to be someone completely off the grid. It just might be someone who we think is slightly overlooked, you know, compared to the more popular options. Um, do you want to give your uh, first sneaky captain, Adam, or should I start? Uh, my first one. I, I we talked a little bit about Goddard. You didn't, you weren't too high on him, and I'm just looking at his projected roster ship here, and it's it's down here. It's slightly above Juju, just below Devonta, just over twenty percent projected. Um, we'll see how that turns out, but I, I do think that. We haven't really talked about the Chiefs have some injuries on their defense. I'm not sure what their what their current status is right now. A few days before the game, uh, so that may open some things up in the middle of the field for like a Goddard. But I, I mean, I did mention he's he's still maybe a little more healthy than he was the, the prior couple playoff games because he did have that long term injury uh, in the middle of the season there. So and he does have some big games. I mean. I think he's kind of in the same range as, as AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, uh, obviously less likely to have a massive game, but I still think it's possible. Like if something's working, I think they'll just keep coming back to it kind of a thing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I, if it happens in a lot of Super Bowls, but it just kind of, if you think back in Super Bowls, it's like, Oh yeah, this, it just kept happening over and over. This guy just kept, he's open and the defense didn't, didn't change anything about it. And this guy just like tore it up. Like that's yeah. why we have, that's why I, I mean, I don't want to compare Cooper cup to Dallas Goddard or anything, <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but I mean, we have like Julian Edelman and, and we have these receivers who just rack up receptions. I mean, James White probably at one point, but <laughs> but uh yeah i mean more attention is going to go to the receivers i think uh so he's going to be less popular um who's to say that goddard's not going to get 100 yards 
and a touchdown and, you know, six to eight receptions. And I mean, he's up there. So plug him in, get Hurts, and it, maybe you'll still have more points than Hurts. He's going to have more points than the other Eagle receivers and, and go from there kind of a thing. Maybe, I mean, it would be crazy if he, if he went for a hundred and a touchdown. So, yeah. Well, uh, rip my lineups if that happens. Maybe I should reconsider a hardline stance on Goddard. It's just the wide receiver three, it sometimes feels a bit thin. Uh, for my uh, first sneaky captain, I'm actually going to go <laughs> kind of contrary to what you were saying because I've been looking at projections. And if you look at, for example, underdog props, you're going to notice that um, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown's about 1000 more expensive or maybe it's 800 and they're projecting almost the same. I think Rotowire actually has Devonta Smith projected like slightly more. We'll see if that number changes a little bit. But they've both been seeing a lot of the same utilization. And uh, A.J. Brown has not been too well used the past two games. I think his fantasy performances have both been under eight points so far in the playoffs for the Eagles. So my sneaky captain, and it usually doesn't feel sneaky to pick the team's presumed wide receiver one as the captain. But I yeah. do think it's sneaky. You look at industry roster ship projections and it's all quite close between Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. And I'm willing to pay up a little bit more if it means that I'm getting the same level on Devonta Smith. Uh, I think AJ Brown is just an absolute freak athlete who's capable of, you know, 30 point plus games, especially with the DraftKings bonuses. And, you know, there's a little bit of a squeaky wheel narrative. I know he's been wanting to get targeted a little bit more. I just think in these biggest spots, you're going to go after your best player. And I think AJ Brown is a little bit more, just a little bit more talented than Devonta Smith. I think he has more ways to, you know, yards after catch ability to get into big games. And if the field is going to use them the same amount, I think I'm going to prefer to lean in a little bit more on AJ Brown captain. So just for that sort of like a, I guess, game theory-ish reason, if I want to call it that, I'm going to be looking to AJ Brown. But uh, famous last words, I guess, when Dallas Goddard catches those two touchdowns. <laughs> I sort of like lineups that look like uh, A.J. Brown at captain, and then you play Jalen Hurts because you're going to want to do that for the touchdowns. And then you mm -hmm. can kind of sprinkle in like a Kenny Gainwell, you know, someone who we haven't talked about who might be able to get a passing touchdown as well, but not on too many snaps. So in those situations, you know, play three Chiefs on the other side. Those are lineups that I think look fairly interesting and kind of fit in some of these like tertiary Boston Scots or uh, Kenny G's players of that nature. I think there's going to be some game log watching. I agree with you. Uh, people are just going to look at the game logs of Brown and Smith and be like, oh, well, Smith is cheaper and look at what he's exactly. done recently. So I'm just going to use Devonta Smith instead. So I, I almost think that Devonta Smith might be more popular than AJ Brown in general. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Even though, I mean, even though all these projections, you know, say otherwise, they are pretty close, but just in terms of price and people love game watching uh, in DFS. And that's kind of yeah. what a lot of lineups are built off of. So and they'll be like, Oh, well, AJ Brown hasn't had a good playoffs. So I'm just not going to look at him because that's going to continue kind of a thing. So, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd like to be on the other side of that. I think who do you have yeah. for your other, uh, for your next one? Yeah. My pick is basically the same as yours for the Eagles side, uh, except it's, it's Juju here. Uh, you know, just this, the uh, Kelsey's going to be more popular. The wide receiver two look. What if Kelsey's double teamed and Juju just, uh, I mean, we talked about being in the slot uh, more than MBS, who's kind of the long ball guy for him. Mm -hmm. And also Juju 
I mean, he's been battling injuries. So people are also it's gonna come back to the game log watching be like, well, he hasn't really had big big enough games recently. So why am I actually gonna captain him? So that's also in play there. Uh but yeah, just uh this is uh you could really play this as uh Chiefs are down and just a bunch of you know short short crossing patterns kind of thing to juju kind of short looks. We, we already, we already talked about, you know, the defensive line and maybe Mahomes has to get the ball out a little quicker because of the defensive front. And that also helps juju. And then if, would you play Kelsey with, uh, with a juju captain, I guess is the question here. Yeah. I'm actually building line while you were doing your nice uh, monologue there. I was building some juju Smith captain lineup. So it's like something like juju and then Mahomes. I put in Pacheco, but let's not do that. So no Jalen hurts in that lineup and then do like a Travis Kelsey. I think you can still fit in um, Jalen hurts. Yeah. You can do juju, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Jalen hurts. And then you have uh, around uh, 8,800 salary remaining. So you're probably going to want to leave a kicker. On the table. kicker. Boom. There we go. And then uh, duplicated uh, 30 times, but uh, <laughs> 600 remaining. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we put Butker and then, you know, we use one of these like punty uh, Noah Gray's or something like that. Um, yeah. So you, you need 2K remaining for this to win. Yeah. Well, win solo, I guess. But um, I, I like the ideas there because, you know, you were talking about maybe Kansas City running backs getting a lot of dump off passes, but that kind of fits in Juju's game as well. So a lot of those guys can benefit from it. Right. And I mean, Juju's so cheap. I think that's probably one of the also the bull cases behind that captaincy as well. Yeah. All right. You got another, you got another Eagles guy here. And yeah. A I, running back. Yeah. We need to finally uh, tell one of these running backs. And I, I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you know, Jalen hurts is going to be super popular at captain. He's the best median projected play by far. And then people still, I mean, AJ Brown, people are still going to play him. people are going to play Devonta Smith. And Adam just uh, pumped up the utilization on uh, Dallas Goddard uh, five minutes ago. So I think because the Eagles have a concentrated passing attack, it feels really comfortable to click on a lot of those names with Jalen Hurts. And I'm kind of looking at ways to be leveraged off of the situations where the Eagles passing attack fails. It's a rushing oriented offense. And so I'm going to be building a few, especially into this play action, maybe like five lineups with various Miles Sanders captains attached to them. Because in a situation where Miles Sanders gets two touchdowns, you know, you can play us, you can play game scripts where, uh, you know, the Eagles get off to a lead, you know, you only have to play like you can play Jalen hurts and uh, with a Miles Sanders captain, you can play four chiefs on the other side, chasing the game. And I think a lot of the power is, is that when you have, again, the popular passing attack on the Eagles, just look to the running game and make lineups that seem to make sense from there. So you can play Miles Sanders with the Eagles defense, for example. Maybe the Eagles defense gets a touchdown. You know, think about ways, what takes away points from the wide receivers in Dallas Goddard, and even to some extent Jalen Hurts, if you're going to fade Jalen Hurts in that type of lineup. I think there's plenty of ways to look with that. And then if the Chiefs chase the game, there's plenty of players that you can want to play with that. So I think there'll be plenty of ways to build a Miles Sanders captain. And it's not going to be too popular. He's a little, he's uncomfortably expensive. I don't know, Adam, do you think you could see him above 7% as a captain? Um, well, we, we have been talking about the Eagles, all the Eagles public love. So maybe for that, maybe, reason. maybe that comes into play. Uh <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we got we got the projected roster ship. I mean, he's pretty far down here. He's actually at the same range as the Eagles. I don't know how much I put into that. I mean, he's below Pacheco, below McKinnon. I mean, this doesn't 
this doesn't sound right personally. But, no, uh, I mean, you know, I think it's just using the internal projections and then just assuming everyone plays, yeah. you know, perfectly to those. But other sources are going to have different projections and there's going to be different shows touting different players. So it's probably going to end up a little bit different to this. But just because of price, I think a good guy on to be like, he might be a little under overlooked. So you can look to other sources and see if mm -hmm. he's being, um, if you're hearing a lot of it. If you're not hearing a lot of Miles Sanders, though, he might go a little bit overlooked so i think he is slightly sneaky even as the primary running back do you think we need to jump into a, another discussion about kicker kicker captains or um, that's we got a joint sneaky captain in harrison butker do, you, do we have to talk more about that? yeah we really have to run it back so i mean i think we mainly played these showdown contests you told me about how all the soccer tickets to like you know these world cup events overlay yeah. and we were just putting all these kicker captains <laughs> in here because we could jam the best plays and hopefully cross these uh cash lines i don't know do you want to build a kicker captain lineup together have we done that maybe we can close the show up with that let's do that let's do that okay let's get butker in all right for sure one second. Well, XL. Are we, are we fading Hurts with this? Do you think that's the move to fade Hurts? Well, we're already putting Butker in the captain, so we may as well uh, just go full, full. Uh, Butker with Elliot, or is that just too much? Too many. Kickers? I think that's too much. I think like double kicker is actually kind of uh, popular. So, what type of game script are we imagining? Like, what's going to be the final score in our Butker? I'm captain? thinking twenty-three twenty or twenty-three seventeen for the Chiefs. So you got two touchdowns and you got three field goals there for Butker. I see. Well, why don't we play? Um, why don't we play like Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders, and then we can pick like three other Chiefs from that point. So maybe like Devonta Smith gets ten targets, so he has enough PPR points, and then maybe Miles Sanders scores a touchdown in there as well, um, so that you know Jalen Hurts can only have at most one touchdown. I feel and like we can and that's... plug Chad Henney in. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. So what happens if we plug in like Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders? We have With three Mahomes spots and left. Kelsey. Oh, I, I put Mahomes and Kelsey in there. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, because we have a ton of salary. So we're going to do Mahomes, Kelsey. Yeah, we have 6K. I don't think we play Chad Henney. <laughs> <laughs> Juju's right there. Let's leave some more salary down, though. What do you think of Kadarius Tony? Can we trust him or should we uh, scroll down a little bit more? That guy seems he's like he's going to play amazing for three plays and you're going to find out that his like his knee shattered into a million pieces. All I see is ankle hamstring limited part participant on Wednesday. That's it's not a good sign. Uh, how about we play our boy? Um, We'd be leaving 4000 salary. What about really Chiefs even... defense in this scenario? Like 2317. What do you think the Chiefs defense is doing here? What if we just got a Chiefs defensive touchdown, actually? So we get the Chiefs defensive touchdown. We, we get the Mahomes to Kelsey touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, is because that just, is that asking too much here? Well, you know, we can just say that there's a four hundred seventy thousand uh <laughs> in there. I like that though. I think that sort of is a compromise because I was gonna suggest Justin Watson, and I think that was just gonna be a straight up bad lineup. But yeah, we can put the defense in there. You know, it's not a play we necessarily wanted to do, but maybe they somehow generate points. The Eagles aren't scoring much, so maybe there is some upside there. We could imagine that the Chiefs have the lead, the Eagles are chasing the game, and Jalen Hurts is throwing some interceptions as well. Maybe that could be something that we could do right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean with this build, like you're you're thinking that the Chiefs get an early lead and they're leading like the majority of the game. So I mean we talked up the Eagles defensive front, but it's not like Chris Jones and the Chiefs defensive front is is subpar. Uh they're they're also pretty good at, at getting the quarterback. Granted yeah. Jalen Hurts is 
you know, more of a running guy and kind of focuses on running a little more so, but yeah. well, maybe go. instead of Miles Sanders, we could play like a Goddard instead or something like that. If they're chasing the game, maybe it makes sense for throwing, but I don't know. We've already given people the, the skeleton. We'll let them tinker and finish up their homework over the yeah, next plenty of days. room. If you plug in Goddard, you got 4,000 remaining. Yeah. Well, uh, is that how you win a million? That's the final question here. Is that how you win a million with this lineup with, with Butker captain? I, I think I'm looking into my crystal ball. Yes. I think that's it. I think we've done it. I can retire. (laughs) Yeah. So an hour in, I think, is this longer than we we talked about for the, the world cup final here? We're just, we're just going for it here. Well, it's certainly longer than that a third place game. I remember that we uh, attempted <laughs> to talk about. Right, yeah, it might so be longer than the World Cup final. But yeah, any any more thoughts? Uh, I guess should we leave with a, just a prediction for the Super Bowl here? Maybe we can. I don't know. We didn't mention like Boston Scott a lot, but you can throw him into lineups around three thousand. He's kind of in an awkward range, but uh, maybe they lean on him for a goal line carry. I consider that a little outrageous. But um, final predictions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh boy, I'm very bad at these final predictions, but um, I'll just go with 23-17 Chiefs. I'll just I'll just I stick with what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, you got to go with your dad because he's putting money on the Eagles. So, yeah, yeah. So what I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, the Eagles. Let's go, um, Eagles, 34 points, and then the Chiefs are gonna end with 31, and then pray that they cover the, the two and a half point spread so that my dad uh, can cop his money back. So yeah, we're going to take the Eagles by three to cover the spread. And my dad 34, is a very happy 31. man. Okay. There you go. There we go. You can find Jack at Jack Burkhart on Twitter. I'm at Roto Zedroik. If you want more DFS content, go to Rotowire Soccer. We got a bunch of DFS stuff over there. Uh, We'll course, talk about is, anything. Yeah, we'll talk about anything. This is this is after the Super Bowl. So, you know, if you want to get your fix in for DFS, we got plenty of stuff at Rotowire on DFS, especially also college basketball. March Madness is coming up coming up as well. Thanks for watching. Super Bowl showdown strategies, top five sneaky plays, whatever you want to call this show, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Jack. Shout out Underdog. Shout awesome. out Underdog. Yes. Thanks for joining me on this. And I get, I guess I can't say go to either team because we're on either side here, but go, go Harrison Butker captain. Let's just say that. Right. Yeah. Let's go 50 yard field goals, baby. Let's go. All right. Good luck, everyone. (laughs)